0: What's he going to do with the phone call? He can do a lot of stuff for the picture. (laughs) Don't just have kids haphazardly without thinking. Just think this through. I had five kids and a wife.
1: You walking over, leering over here, talking about how they're stinks. From the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's John and Lance.
0: I wish Lance wouldn't have ruined the game show that was taking over the nation. The price is wrong, bitch. 802 says it's going to be all game shows. Uh, Game shows and I guess some video game stuff. Did I hear Frogger? I think I heard Frogger.
2: You were worried about Frank using my words to come after me. He he has his eyes dead set on you and John for the most part.
0: Yeah, I think that's true. We're having a little bit of war between... Twitch people who don't want to go to YouTube, you can watch us on Twitch ah! also if you want. But we prefer. You broke the rules. Oh no, we're not supposed to. Yeah, don't go to Twitch. Right? We What's don't the even, rule? We don't even know that Twitch exists. Oh, we don't. No. After all these years of knowing, sorry. Oh yeah, you can go we're, watch us on uh, we're ghost, we're YouTube. There's a chat room in there right now that With Ralph. only Ralph is is chatting. But I will uh, jump in here in a second. And you can watch the show. It's been going on. We've had it on a different platform since Monday. And now we're going to YouTube. Now we're on uh, YouTube. So yeah. you can go to the ESPN 97.5 uh, um, channel and then do that. Yeah, just type in
2: ESPN Houston. It'll come up, and there's a live option, certainly. And you can chat with Ralph and Lance Yeah, and just live, yeah. Yeah, go to YouTube, ESPN Houston, type it in, and you're good to go. There's, there's, there's a chat and everything. It's much like that other thing we used to talk about, but we don't anymore.
0: Yeah. Do they see our chat? Yes, yes we do see your chat. We do see your chat. I now, see, if I see you.
2: I don't want to butcher your last name. You have the last name of Rodriguez. I don't want to butcher your first name, but we do see you. Issa here. Issa here,
0: and see it. Dustin's here. There's so Dustin. Here we go. Here we go. I. By
2: the way,
3: I heard. I think.
0: I think. Love. Uh, Jordan Love said, "Here we go." Before a snap I, this week, I too. think he
2: did it. I think he, or last week. last week at the end of the game to mock what was going on. I think on the kneel down. I think he said it.
0: Oh. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Yes. Oh, maybe he was mocking. So he, was, he just, was.
2: I believe that was what he was doing. He
0: was just mocking Dak. Yeah. Why is Dak so hated by people? Why is he not? Because he's the Cowboys quarterback. I, 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 okay, I'll show you an example right here. Uh, Rockets lost. So by the way, I, I told you I would tell you about the Rockets losing. Yes, they lost. They had a. They were. They were kind of cruising against a bad team. Not big lead, but it's a bad team to be sure. The Portland Trail Coming Grand off a of back to back, Rockets are becoming a not. They're, they're not a bad team. They're just not a consistent team. No. But they're coming off a back-to-back game where they did get hosed. They were...
2: Yeah, Portland and, was in... I say coming off a back-to-back. It was the second night of a back-to-back for Portland. They are in Oklahoma City the night before. They believe they called a timeout on their final possession. Didn't get it. Possession didn't go well. Oklahoma City... Well, here's what happened. They were calling a
0: timeout... And they called a traveling because it was one of those things where the yeah where you call a timeout and the play is over and you know what I mean like but they didn't get the timeout yeah but they didn't call the referee said he didn't see it because he was focusing on the play so he called a travel and they're like dude what are you doing obviously we've got multiple timeouts or seventeen seconds we're this is a time where you call timeout what are you doing so they so they are um, they are petitioning the league to to for a redo. And it rarely happened. I happens. have never. I don't remember it ever happening. Apparently, it's happened five times. It's
2: happened. I think there was a maybe a heat,
0: heat Cleveland a, or Shaq. a heat Hawk game. I don't a remember Shaq it was. Heat game yeah. was the last one where it happened.
2: Yeah, where the officiating error was so brutal, or the time keeper error was so brutal that they had to do it. I don't know if a referee not seeing a timeout was going to get that done. But they were coming off a, a frustrating loss. They traveled from Oklahoma City on two, on, I guess Tuesday night, early Wednesday morning, uh, came into Houston. Uh, we're down for most of the game. The Rockets had a bad third-quarter defensively where they gave 41 points. e talked about it, about how their inability to get stops and the hero ball stuff got them in trouble. And really, the Rockets still had had every opportunity to win the game. I don't know how the uh, how the ESPN thing goes about, how, about probability, but I'm sure it was over 90% with a one point-whatever seconds to go, and Jeremy Grant banks in a three to tie the game, take it to overtime. The Rockets eventually lose. Yeah, that's so, a heartbreaking So a way bad to lose. loss.
0: But how about this stat? The Rockets lost despite having just eight turnovers. Now we're talking about eight turnovers in in overtime. Only eight turnovers, which is terrific. Houston has now recorded fewer than 10 turnovers 10 times this year after doing so a total of five times the two seasons prior. Having a real point guard helps. Does that mean that they that combined they did that f- Okay, after doing so a total of five times the two seasons prior. So that means each of the last two seasons they only they had five or less. Uh not combined, but just total in both the seasons, right? That has yeah. to mean what it be what it means. But that's pretty incredible. We're not even to the halfway well, actually we're a little bit past halfway point of the season. And you have ten turnovers or fewer ten times this year. That is great. I mean, you're maximized. They did get they did get beat on the boards by ten or eleven boards yesterday, which hurts. And You know, Houston shot free throws well. Well, Portland shot it great. They shot 92% from the free throw line. They shot well from three where the Rockets didn't shoot as well from three. Um, That's where you lost. And you got beat on the boards by 10. But from a turnover standpoint, I mean, you show me a team. This is really impressive that they're taking care of the ball like this. Really impressive. Yeah, you're right. It does help that they have a true point guard. But they also have Jalen Green who will handle the ball. They have... Alperin Shingun, who typically does a lot of dribbling coming off the high post when he tries to make moves on the inside. Amin Thompson now is there a, a rookie who's going to have some turnovers. But that's, um, man, that is a, a very, very positive statistic to build on.
2: Well, it's a team that has to lean into that and their defense because they're not particularly good at shooting the basketball. So limiting turnovers, getting as many possessions as possible, and playing good defense is their formula for winning basketball games. The playing good defense part hasn't been a part of the equation quite a lot the last couple games, maybe the last couple weeks or so, considering the injuries to Jabari Smith and Tari Eason. So you hope that stuff changes, you get those two guys back, and maybe it you know, fortifies you defensively.
0: I, I I haven't really talked about this that much, but the Rockets, we always talk about Fred VanVleet having a two-year, $80 million deal. It's actually a three-year deal. It's actually a three-year deal. It's it's The two years is guaranteed. I think there may be, I have to check on what the uh, option is on this uh, contract track, but uh, Fred Van Vliet, actually it's a three year deal with the Houston Rockets, including 83, so guaranteed an annual base salary, blah, 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 while carrying a cap hit of yada, 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 right? A 40 million a year. So it's a little over $40 million a year, but it's a club option on the third year at 44 million. It's not crazy to think he'll be a three year option, right? That they'll pick up for 44 million is going to be a lot. And Shingun is going to be, get paid by then in, in 2025, 2026 20, he'll he'll have been paid by then so maybe you can't afford fred uh or maybe you try to extend fred but and and maybe at a lower number i don't know it seems yeah. like it happens more in, that happens more in ba- football than it does in basketball i mean
2: yeah, particularly at his age he, he probably won't be in for he's 31 he, when, he, you when know the he's con- only 29 that's now? what i'm saying when he when the contract comes up for the club option he probably won't go in for what chris paul did where we were where we get you at a cheaper number, we extend your years because he'll only be thirty-one. Will and with the cap, where it might be, will it be financially prudent for him to not to to say, sure, I'll, I'll take lesser, I'll take less if you extend my years. We'll see. It'll it'll be worth about where the team is at that point and where his play is. But uh, Fred Van Fleet, if he be, continues to be kind of the the kind of the guy who guides the ship and be is a stalwart. Is probably going to be someone the Rockets value. The question will be is if by the time that happens, will it be Amen Thompson season season, as we used to say, where he where he's the starting point guard? That'll be a question. That'll probably determine what Fred Van Fleet's value is, is where Amen Thompson is in his development. Because I imagine I don't want to call Fred Van Fleet a progress stopper, but he's supposed to be a steward until your future your point guard of the future yeah, is available. That's
0: true. That's true. But Amen feels like
2: a turnover guy. Wow. Fred
0: VanVleet feels like a don't turn it. Well, over guy.
2: Amen's a a very young player who's trying to play, trying to be a ball handler yes, in the NBA right now.
0: Yesterday, that they called a foul. Amen Thompson, I'm super excited about Amen Thompson, and I don't know if he'll ever shoot. Like, I can't have two guys on the perimeter who can't shoot, in Jalen Green and Amen Thompson. Well, the that's them, not what I deserve. Yeah, I
2: don't. <laughs> I was. What you deserve? What? It's not about what you deserve.
0: Why? A why, a fan, do you, why do yeah. you keep
2: making it about yourself? Well, because it's me, not we. I need to know what I deserve. yesterday was we, not me. Now it's me, not we? Yeah, it
0: depends. Okay. When it comes to the Rockets, it's me, not we. I don't want all y'all's bad shooters. Mm. I need good shooters. I don't want... Dylan Brooks is historically not a good shooter. I'm in Thompson's shot as broke as hell right now. Jalen Green ain't fixing that old crooked-ass jumper. (laughs) So let's just be real about this. That
2: old crooked-ass jumper. That's what it is, a
0: crooked-ass jumper. Would you have
2: put that... If you were writing up... Guys for NBA.com, would you have written Crooked Ass Jumper?
0: Yeah, but they would probably probably it Your editor it out.
2: would have asked you to write it write it some way.
0: Hey, Kim, I, I'm going to have to change this to unorthodox Unorthodox Shot. No, yeah. no, it's a Crooked Ass Jumper. It, I said it because I meant it. Lance, we can't write Crooked I'm Ass Jumper. I'm not putting stuff in my scouting report that I don't mean. I put I put a few more salty things in there have this year, and people, I'm sure they're going to wipe it have out. Have
2: you told people who Drake may remind you of on air yet?
0: No, y'all won't care here. Nationally, I don't want to say it,
2: but you are going to say it. you ain't going to be soft. You're going to say it, right?
0: Yeah, eventually, and then people are going to get mad.
2: Eventually, at me. when's your first Drake May, the quarterback from when North Carolina? Your first... When do your write ups go up?
0: Uh, some of them are already up, but you can't. Search... You'll have to go look at a mock draft, and they're linked in a mock draft. Okay. I don't know when the whole thing goes up, but you can actually go see. I think it has. I'll, I'll go see. I'll go see in a second, but my my comp on him is. I mean my good comp on him not is Carson Palmer. Go with your actual comp. The one that I see when I watch him is Say it. Drew Locke. Ooh. I see a little bit of Drew Locke in his game. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. Oh. And no. people get so mad at comp. Of course. They I don't do, care about Because comps. Drew
2: Locke is not what people who think he's a generational player. know you don't like that term. I get it. We don't have to get into it. But People who see him as a top two pick, a guy who can change a franchise, don't want to hear Drew Locke. So let me
0: tell you that. Well, let me tell you he, what happened.
2: Does he put on his backpack too? <laughs> I don't know. He's got some
0: swagger. Both were really yeah. good college basketball players. Swaggy I mean, white mean High school, boy high school basketball players. Saying. Both were
2: really good high school. Swaggy basketball Swaggy white boy. I think is what. <laughs> that's <laughs> the
3: coded <laughs> language. That yeah, cool but he's
0: through. not. He's not. JJ McCarthy Drew Locke. actually
2: has more. Oh, yeah. Drew Lock nah, vibes, not, not, the, vibes. not, not, not the namaste the guy. Not the namaste guy. You mean sit- the guy who sits there yeah, with that, Instagram that
0: pictures so he can show you that he's looking? That ain't at-
2: Drew Lock. Drew Lock wouldn't sit in front of the, the goalposts before games and let pe- and see how locked in he is. Drew Lock is the backpack stuff. That's not Drew Lock. That namaste McCarthy. Well, well that's not yeah,
0: but that's also not Yeah, but the whole fact that you're showing people your namaste means you are kind of Drew
2: Locke is rapping dreams and nightmares, not putting on a back not not sitting in front of a
0: goalpost meditating. No, I know, but I don't see I don't think Drake May goes that far not with Drake it. Not
2: Drake May, McCarthy. No, I think but I think Drake May, my comparison is, is Drake May rapping to Meek Mill? No. All right, then he ain't Drew Locke. No, but but you know but he plays like Drew <laughs> which
0: Locke. Which is more important. Yeah, which is Big, talented, throws kind of wild, crazy, off-platform, does things that I don't love but then does things I do love. Like, I don't know. That's And Washington fans are so mad because here's what happens. When you decide that your team is going to get a certain player, when you make the, a certain quarterback or a certain coach or whatever, when you've made that decision, as a usually it's before the draft. Uh, it could be basketball. It could be anything. Once you do that, you have to protect that player. You, because that's your hope. That's your dreams. And so people become irrational. When I put out that, I said, why is, Drew May, why is Drake May anointed this quarterback two status? It caused a big fuss. And I found out as I'm looking at the negative comments to me, they all have commander stuff in there. And I well, realized, oh, because commander fans have all decided this is, as a group think, they've all decided that this is their quarterback and they have to protect their quarterback. And the, so that's what's going on. So I'm going to take some bullets for that, but I'm sorry. Maybe he'll be better. That's why I put two different comps. Carson Palmer. Nah, you better Ippy. stick with the Drew Lock And I hate comps. I hate comps. Comps are stupid. I don't want to do comps. But, you know, my editors like it when I do comps. So I'll do a stupid comp for you. But don't sit there and read, let's comp CJ Stroud to Jared Goff. He... He, you know why I did it? Because he throws accurately, like golf. He throws wide receivers away from coverages, and he has the ability to work from the pocket and beat you from the pocket. And they and I always start with height, weight. Like they have the same size coming out of college, generally speaking. That's where I I start with. And but I, when you people got so upset about Jared Goff now when they see that, but if you look at my scouting report, I says I say that. Grade the flashes with the Georgia game. I gave him a 6-7, which is very good NFL pro. Like, everything in there I hit. But people hyper-focus on, you said he was going to be Jared Goff.
2: That's not what I said. All your your scars from people yelling at you is fine. I need to correct myself. Drew Locke was rapping to put on by Jeezy, not Dreams and Nightmares Meek Mill. I need to correct myself there. You want to go back to whining about people yelling at you?
0: No, I don't. I mean... I've got John, I got you, I got a wife, I got kids. I don't yell at I got you. I have plenty of people yell at me. Sean Mapes, the only person who doesn't yell at me. I don't yell
2: at you. I have disdain for you, but I don't yell at you. John
0: Dasper doesn't yell at me. Now John Dasper gets fired up. I feel up, like
2: now. John Dasper would yell at you.
0: I think he would if the if 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 the right thing happened, he would yell at me. But I think he would yell at some of his lawyers to get certain things done for his clients. I mean, if John Dasper and he'll even tell you, hey, I'm not the easiest guy to work for because I'm demanding. I want you up there working for our clients on Saturdays and Sundays. Not all the time. But if you've got a big case that you're, you know, you have a big case that you've got to prepare for, John Daspert expects you to put in the work because the clients are important to him. He wants to make sure that he gets the best settlements for people who have trusted him and his law firm and his lawyers, his group of lawyers. And this is in any city where he's located. He knows that you're trusting him to fight for you. And there are a lot of injury lawyers, personal injury lawyers out there who they simply want to get a deal done as quick as they can. They get a they get a, a a settlement for you. They get a percentage of that, and then they move on. They're not out there trying to work hard for you and treat you like a family member. John Daspert and his law firm they are trying to maximize what they can get for you, in, in order to take care of your your bills, your time missed from work, your uh, um physical therapy surgeries that are going to be had and even pain and suffering he wants to make sure that you're taken care of if you've been injured through no fault of your own and that's something that the insurance companies really don't care about they care about their clients they don't care about you john daspitt cares about you he doesn't care about the insurance company he's fighting for you let john daspitt work for you 713 call now that's 713 call now if you've been injured in an accident john daspitt will fight for you go to daspittlaw.com
1: ESPN 97.5.com get in the race there are thrills and terrible dangers ahead now that we're all back nestled in between john and lance in the veritex community bank studios let's try not to make it creepy this time okay eyes up here it's john and lance
0: Okay, generational. They're having a discussion about what does generational means. It meets the hall of famer. No, it doesn't. Who's There's having tons. this discussion? It's in Twitch. What, oh, we're oh, not, f- uh, where it's in a. Why are you doing? It's this? in a platform. No, a video platform.
2: People, you can watch this show and all the other shows on YouTube. That's where you should be having your generational discu- generational hated, quarterback discussion. Yeah, you know, you've always hated Twitch
0: because they liked R.J. And they don't like you.
2: I didn't like Twitch before, RJ. What are you talking about? I know. Why are you trying? To, why do you always try to pit us against each other? You and RJ, R- white man doing. No, that's trying not. Trying to pit black it. people against each other. No,
0: that's. I'm not pitting you and RJ. I'm pitting you against a, a video platform.
2: Twitch had, or that video platform. They loved it because RJ would it.
0: play the music that they asked. You won't play the music that anyone I was, for.
2: I don't. I don't even. Involve, You're not a DJ, Dale. Uh, exactly. That's my point. I'm not a DJ. That's my point. I don't take requests. I'm not a DJ. Uh, okay. You're right.
0: Uh, generational I'm just going to say this again I've said it before Michael Jordan was a generation's player he's generational LeBron James is generational Victor Wembanyama to me has a chance to become a generational player they literally are a generation of people this is their player generational doesn't mean hall of fame or you there'd be tons of generational players that's not what the that's not what the term generational means generational is above all others is one above all others. It's a generation. You will rarely see these guys in your lifetime. There will be very few of these guys in your lifetime. Hall of Famers, there's tons of them. Todd Helton, generational baseball player. Nope. Doesn't check out. Doesn't, does not track. So let's, let's be real. Like you can have a generational baseball player, but it isn't going to be Shohei Otani is, is going to be a generational talent, a pitcher and hitter at the highest order in both disciplines, forget about
2: it. I, I think there is a difference between a generational talent and what you actually become. Like, when beyond a generational talent, we'll see what he becomes as a player. Drake May isn't a generational talent no. even. He's not even a generational
0: prospect. There's no, and guess what? Caleb Williams isn't a generational player. Now, you could become I don't see it that way. Now, he could become one if he becomes, you know, um, Pat Mahomes has a chance to become a generational talent. I mean, player. he's he's headed in that direction right now. He does things that other people don't do. Tom Brady did things that other people didn't do, primarily played a long time and wanted a high level. Pat Mahomes does it physically. See, yeah, there's I don't think different... Larry, see Larry Bird was not a generational player. He was generational in the sense that he was culturally, he was a great basketball player, and culturally, incredibly significant. And I don't say that as a white guy. I say it because Jordan and Jordan and magic, I mean, magic and bird ushered in basketball to a new era. And then, you know, shortly thereafter, Jordan, who is truly generational took it to another level. Now elite talent. Yeah. And that's overused too, by the way, but elite talent. So I don't like to use the word elite unless it truly matters. And generational, it's a very strict interpretation of, of a generational talent.
2: And, uh, so, Drew Locke, not a generational talent. Not a generational talent. So, the Drake you know, May Okay,
0: thing. okay. And see, J.J. Watt
2: is... Well, he was a generational player, but coming in, he wasn't described as a generational talent. Well, what, what
0: do you become? Ultimately, it's what you become, exactly. not what you do in college. G- is he a generational player is... when you have
2: Aaron Donald do what he's done? But Aaron Donald was after J.J. Well,
0: it doesn't matter. A generation, it's the same generation. J.J. came in 11, Aaron Donald so came in 14. So, you can only 14. have one
2: player who does... Who can well, I mean, if you are
0: generational, you are the guy.
2: Well, there be well. JJ was the guy for how many years?
0: Well, he was a dude. Like he had three defensive well, player of the year. How many? And, how many people will do that in their career? Uh, not many. Apparently, Aaron Donald, but not many. Yeah, not many. Um, I mean, I don't know. I guess, I guess you could argue that. I, I would argue that. Can you Jose so you, Altuve because of his stature and his performance in the postseason potentially like? He's rare because of his size and then his postseason play and then his overall play. You know, maybe you could make an argument for that, but I still think you're not generational if you got a bunch of them.
2: So, if they, so you come into a time where there are just multiple elite, talented players who produce. You don't get the tag because there are other guys like you. But if there's only one of you? it just so happens that you come in where there is a lack of talent and you're and you're just the one then you get the tag even though your talent's the same as the other guys
0: well i mean you tell me what I, look, okay it's a generational uh relating to a characteristic of all the people born and living at about the same time regarded collectively so i would say obviously Aaron Rodgers i mean Aaron uh, Donald and JJ Watt are, are that same they're in that same classification.
2: So you have to be one of one and no one can be as great as you. I don't know. Saying. Do you have to I don't be? know what the I, don't I mean what the I definition feel like is. in
0: basketball it's easy. In basketball it's very easy. I've got I mean for me I'd say it's Wilt and then it's and then it's Jordan and then it's LeBron. I think those are the Wilt was a freak show athlete, high jumper, a 400 meter guy. He scored 100 points in a game. We know what he did off the court. He could grab a ton of rebounds. He could get assists. Why did you add that stat? Well, because John's not here, and I'm just homage to John. Okay, because uh, he would have mentioned it. You don't think John would have mentioned that? Probably. He has the hundred like Wilt Chamberlain for as good as I know. Russell won a more rings and all that stuff because he had the best white guys around him. Okay, <laughs> we know how that worked back in the back in the fifties and sixties.
2: You think you think he won because of all the white guys around him, or no, they won because, had, or they had, won because they had him? Well,
0: no, I think he had a. A better collection of white guys than around the him guys. than the other, than, than, than Wilt did. Okay. <laughs> I mean, they were the best players, make no doubt about it, but you know, Tommy Heinsohn and you know, all uh, the those other all guys. Those. Yeah. Yeah. But Wilt, I think was generational. I mean, he was a freak, but guys weren't like him at all physically. And then you had Jordan and then you have LeBron who, by the way, I think there's a physical component to it as well. They're kind of freaky physically. And then now, I think Weminyama has a chance to because he's rare. There's nothing that looks like him, and he's got a chance to play at an incredibly high. Well, I said there's nothing that looks like him, except for Chet Holmgren. Yeah. <laughs> looks like him. A
2: slightly and, smaller version And there's of a him. good
0: chance Weminyama doesn't even win rookie of the well, year. because
2: Chet had the, had the, got injured last season, so as a second-year rookie, he'll win it because his team's really good. You think they'll give the Chet? They probably will because his team's playing well. And they got a chance at the two seed or I one think. seed. They'll probably give it to him.
0: I think the team's playing well. So we've got, all right, we got some uh, We got some guys on hold. So I'm we not will... going to
2: lie. This generational talk is drifts very close to Summer LeBron talk. or J- or Jordan stuff. It's well, very close I, to but that. But I'm
0: just saying that's my, I, I, I it, hate that it's your, word. It's your bugaboo. I, I hate that word because they just, you're talking about a generational talent in Caleb Williams. Did you watch his intermediate throws like I did? That dude's ready Kirk Cousins. Ooh. Not from an accuracy standpoint. So we've got
2: Drew Locke and Drake May, and not even Kirk Cousins for Caleb Williams. Well, I'm just you saying, killing throw this accurately. Class.
0: Well, you can't just they say generational talent, and miss all these throws, you... and work off plat and work Ooh. off sc- structure all the time. The NFL dra- the NFL. We gotta stop saying generational. We just got gonna... to that word needs to. You... you know what? That's the G word. Don't say it. That's a slur now. Don't say it. You're not allowed to say the G word.
2: What if you say it with a, a soft A?
0: Like, Dion, generation na
2: Yes. Can I say Can I say generation-a?
0: No, I can because I'm a draft guy. Oh, you okay. guys are say. Oh, you're not the draft say, guy. Okay, I'm a draft, draft guy and a numbers guy. Okay. I'm allowed to say generational, the G word. So you guys I are would not. say
2: with the hard L, and that'd be wrong because I'm not a draft guy. I'm not allowed to say you it. You just say
0: the G word. That's fine. Yeah, that's you what You can saying. still refer to it. Just I, say the G word. I say the
2: G word because if I said it the full word, I'd say it with the hard L, and that's wrong because I'm not yeah. a draft guy. Right. Okay, understood.
0: You say, well, he's got a chance to be the G word, although I would never do the other thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, you know what I mean? You can't do that. Yet. All right, 828 here. When we come back, we will uh,
2: – We see the calls. You,
0: yeah, we see the calls. We'll get you guys in. 713-780-3776. I want to talk about Aqueduct Plumbing Company and what they meant to me. Uh, I had a serious issue so I had uh some pipe work done underneath the home and we they, they did all this stuff, right? And we started having a backed up sink and then it would go down and it would back up again and I thought, okay, well I'll pour this stuff down it and it didn't work. And I called my friends over at Aqueduct Plumbing Company and I thought, okay, they're gonna have to snake something out of there. What happened was the grading of the the you know, of the sink and when it was taking it out to the actual, you know, the sewer line, uh, the the main water line of the city, it was not slanted and graded properly. And so it started to just sit flat. And so it would we would have things that would accumulate there in the middle, like grease or, you know, whatever you're running through that garbage disposal. And soon it just it, it became a huge issue where. They told me, Aqueduct Plumbing Company said, this is going to be an issue for you long-term. So we had to get out there, change the grading, and they did it all. And they were complete. They, sh- they showed me everything. They showed me the potential to do a shortcut that might work, but we looked at it together and it didn't work. And I love that. I love, first of all, the cost is reasonable. Secondly, they're very transparent. Third, you can just trust them and they get out there quickly. Go to AqueductPlumbingCompany.com and make sure that you make them your plumber. AqueductPlumbingCompany.com.
1: ESPN 97.5.com. Iocane powder. It is odorless, tasteless, dissolves instantly in liquid, and is among the more deadly poisons known to man. If you really want to keep listening to John and Lance this morning, I guess I'll allow it. Oh, wait. The true gatekeeper of the Veritex Community Bank Studios is here. That's Dell. Dell? What say you?
0: eight thirty four, okay. I said we get to the phone lines. We'll do that right now. Seven one three seven eight oh three seven seven six. Let's go to Robert, who's first up. What's up Robert? How you doing? Robert, go ahead. Hey Lance. Hi. Hey, how you doing Robert? Hey Lance, how's it going Xavier? Good,
4: good. Hey, I got a quick question for you, man. Uh, since I know you did a little bit of uh handicapping back in the day, yeah. what do you recommend is the best uh the best value, is it Super, uh, San Francisco plus 140 to win the Super Bowl or plus 200 uh, with Baltimore? Um, let me know.
0: Yeah, so obviously the Ravens, I think, are the best team. But the question is, you've got – the problem is you're, you're matched up against the Chiefs. So the road there is a little harder than San Francisco with the Lions. So that's why the that's why the odds are longer. So I still think the best value – I mean, I'm riding with, with the Ravens. I just think it's their year. I'm not – do you think the Ravens' defense is too good? Lamar's locked in. Um, they've got two. To, well, I assume Mark Andrews is going to be back. Is he back? If they, they said he's back this week, so he didn't play last week. I
2: haven't, I haven't seen any definitive. I haven't either information about. But
0: that. he will be ready by Super Bowl. There's no way he would. Yeah, be. if he doesn't play. On, so you have on Likely, Sunday. and so you have, you know, say as I expected, Odell Beckham has not been a factor at all, but Isaiah Likely's been a big factor. Um, they have a good. They have a kind of a sneaky good offensive line. With the Ravens, and I just like, I just think the better value there. Now, now you could make the point, I mean, San Francisco, it may not be the toughest battle against Detroit, or it might be. I don't know. But do you feel like they have an advantage one way or another against either Kansas City or the Ravens?
2: The 49ers? Yeah. I think the Ravens, they'll see the better roster. But I think Patrick Mahomes can can elevate that Chiefs roster to winning an USB bowl even against San Francisco. You think that? So? you think that? I think so because I, I don't I think the Chiefs have a really good defense, and I'm not sure Brock Purdy wants any part of either of these defenses. I'd probably pick either AFC team against San Francisco because I think their defenses will be enough to mess with Brock Purdy. I like Joe Barry just got fired and had Brock Purdy in knots. Like the Packers defensive coordinator. They didn't like him all year. The defense got better the back half, like the last four or five games get them in the playoffs. Yeah. And they and they still got rid of him. And he had Brock Purdy and Knott's. So I like I like Spags and McDonald and their and their defensive rosters against Brock Purdy. I'm taking the AFC to win a Super Bowl either way.
0: Yeah, but I so I would take Ray yeah, I would recommend Ravens. Yeah. Ravens plus two hundred. You're getting two to one with the guy who's gonna be the MVP, a good defense, a very good defensive And we saw
2: what the Ravens now it was a regular season game. But we saw what the Ravens did to Brock Purdy already once.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not sure. Purdy, look, Purdy doesn't have a strong arm. Purdy has to be on time. He has to be accurate. He wasn't accurate last week. He had a bad game. He was Iowa State Purdy last week. But he's been, I, I, anytime I doubt Brock Purdy, he's played well. So I give him the but, benefit of the doubt.
2: You look what Mike McDonald's defenses have done to the Shanahan offenses or their... A lot of success. Or their, or their, um, or or his protégés, what he did to Mike McDonald. Now the Dolphins could have scored 14 points in the first two drives if Tyreek Hill doesn't drop a touchdown pass. But after that point, it was kind of over for that offense. Saw what they did to the Texans um, through two games, and then we saw what they did to the 49ers. So they've had their way with -hmm. with those type of offenses. Yeah, so
0: all they got to do is get past the Chiefs, and this is such a lesser version of the Chiefs that we've seen. And yet, Pat Mahomes Mahomes went in, beat Buffalo. They still have good defensive players, but I'm still taking the Ravens. Um, Let's get Chris in here. What's up, Chris? How you doing? Hey guys, good morning. How are y'all? Good. Hey, man. I had a quick
4: question, Lance. You were talking about Octavian Sanders, and I love the I love the Texas Longhorns. First of all, I hope we draft Devondre Sweat with our first pick in the twenties. I hope he's still there. But secondly, how does NFL draft medicals work? So I feel like J.T. Sanders is Vernon Davis. Maybe not as, as big as him, but mm. I feel like he's that type of, of of tight end. My question is, I feel like every game something gets hurt, whether it's a hamstring or a knee or an ankle. Every anytime he gets popped. Medical staff coming out at least once a game. Do they go back and look and say, hey, man, you played in 11 games. Nine of them medical staff came out. We need to do a deep dive. How does that work like medicals on a on a, on a a draft candidate, especially with his talent potential, wasting a first to second round? I think he's first-time talent. I still know that he's got that, that impact on the field when he gets popped. So I'll hang up and listen. Thanks, guys.
0: Chris always asks really good questions. Um, so what happens with that is it's twofold. The team, uh, NFL teams will go to – the training staff or go to the, the the colleges, the liaison, and they'll find out all the injuries. They'll find out about concussions, some things that aren't made public. They'll find out about, about concussions. They'll talk to trainers. How often is this guy in the training room? How often is he getting, you know, is he missing practice because he's always in the training room? They'll go find out um, injuries they had in-game and, of course, any time that they missed. So, yes, they actually do go look at that stuff, Chris. They really do. More importantly, though, are you missing time? Like how many snaps you missing, how many games you're missing? If you're not missing snaps and games uh, and you're not missing practices, they're not going to care as much. Now the combine medicals, what happens is the entire team this is really interesting. I found out how it works. <clears throat> so teams work in pods. So there'll be a pod of like five teams medical staffs. And so they do the medicals and they work together. These A lot of these teams will work together on these pods. Uh, but some of them is just, you know, they they've got different interpretations. So the pot of five teams will work on a player, and, and, you know, the player will have to go to different teams to do different individual medicals. But you don't go take 32 x-rays. That's not how it happens. But you got to have x-rays, MRIs. They will MRI anything that you've had injured. They'll get MRIs on it. So they're doing, I believe, full-body MRIs on you. So it's extensive. And the medicals in and of themselves are incredibly uh, arduous they take up a lot of the players' time they're a grind they're done early in the morning uh, some people believe they're meant to challenge the mental toughness uh, of of the player because the next day they're they're you know they're typically out there doing it goes I think it's combine I think it's interviews with the media then combine medicals then interviews with teams or somewhere in there I mean, interviews with teams may be the same day you have interviews with media combine medicals which takes up a lot of the time, and sometimes they send you to a separate hospital in Indianapolis, and then you have uh, your performance. you got to go out and perform. So it's tough. It's a it's a grind for players, but medicals, oh, they, they turn over every stone. No stone is unturned, and they want to know if you're somebody who just six, sits out time. Like, are you just sitting out practice? Are you just saying you're hurt all the time, sitting it out? Because if you're that guy, a lot of teams don't like that guy either. Um, I didn't realize that about JT Sanders. That's something I'm going to look into because man is he talented
2: yeah that's only a thing someone who watched all their games would notice oh, oh jt's on yeah. the ground again yeah he, yeah
3: it was a lot of limping to the sideline after, it it was. after a guy, yeah. yeah yeah not and like you said they worry about if you miss games he I think he missed he got rolled up under uh one game and he missed so who do you think is a game a, or two who do
0: you think is gonna be a better pro Mitchell or uh
3: worthy uh, Xavier worthy uh I, th- I think some of it will depend where, like who actually drafts them, because I do think it's pretty close. I like Mitchell's game a little bit better. He's not as like refined, I'd say, as a route runner. He is more of kind of like a shifty type of route route runner, as opposed to like these hard cuts that Worthy can make. Mm-hmm. But at the, the at the catch, I trust. Uh, Mitchell more, and I think that... I mean, we see with Kansas City... I,
0: he I, drops a ton. I man, have, he I can't a, make contest. I have a joke Xavier that... Xavier Worthy can't make contested catch.
3: I, I, have, I have a joke that Xavier Worthy would be the perfect Kansas City Chiefs wide receiver. He'd fit right in with the rest of those Oh, with yeah, the rest of those he'll guys drop them. And, drop, he's fast, but he'll drop them. Yeah, but, that's uh, why I think he... I would he, bet on A.D. Mitchell. This is how I
0: think it goes. I think the first player drafted will be Byron Murphy for just Texas. It'll go like this. Byron Murphy to Vondre Sweat... Mitchell, no, Sanders, Mitchell, Worthy. No, Sanders, Mitchell, Brooks, Worthy is how I think it goes. I think Worthy's going to get drafted a little later. I mean, Jalen Hyatt went in the third round last year. What makes people think that Xavier Worthy's
3: going in a second? And he's like 175 pounds. Yeah.
2: If that. Maybe. You think, Jonathan, where do you think Brooks gets drafted? Second round. Even with the ACL?
3: Yeah, because he in, is
0: supposedly a clean tear. He in November. Should be ready for the beginning of the year. Okay. I think it might be towards the back end of the second, but I think he'll go in the second round. Okay. Yeah. And then Jalen Ford, I think, is day 3 their linebacker. And I can't think. Offensive line Christian Jones will be sometime
2: in day three. Not, it's not surprising because of the season they have, but that's kind of it's a Texas renaissance as far as, far as draft. Picks, it is. It's, it's
0: rare that I've ever had to talk about this many Longhorn players. I've, I actually, I've never had to. I've been doing this since two thousand. Well, I've been doing it for the NFL since 2015 draft. This is the first time I've had this many Texas players I've had to focus on. Aggies? Um, Edron Cooper, linebacker. Um, Who do I have up front? Isn't there a dude? Oh, McKinley's just okay. I don't think he was anything special. Uh, I gotta think I can't remember
2: that. Aggie's, Aggies. out here catching strays. Hey, hey, hey. You ain't got to talk about yeah. us. Whoa, whoa. Just leave us alone. Oh, no, I
0: like, I like the, I like, uh, Layden Robinson, but, uh, not, not early, but I like him a lot. Yeah. It's not a,
2: Aggie's like, Hey, Jimbo. Hey, man, leave us alone.
0: Yeah. Like, Jimbo did not leave well, that, a lot of NFL draft prospects. Well, that greatest right some of them also left. Yeah, that
2: greatest recruiting class ever. I don't think they'd be draft eligible, but a lot no. of them aren't even there. Yeah, uh, they're the, gone. They're gone. So it would if the Aggies were trying to beat their chest if those guys remained, it would be about the guys coming up in next draft. Mm-hmm. But a lot of yeah. those guys aren't even on the team anymore. Yeah. You
0: got some guys some of in them. Miami.
2: Oh. Well, we one saw, of them's an
0: overrated. Lawrence uh, Leonard Taylor tackle. And then you got a couple of DBs that will be in the senior yeah, ball. Yeah, and,
2: Cam and James Williams. Uh-huh. Cam with kitchens and James. I think Williams. there's a running back,
0: maybe. Uh, maybe not. I don't. I think Florida State. Yeah, you probably
2: think Florida State. 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 I don't care what Miami has on the roster. We still got Chris Ball, so it doesn't matter.
0: Yeah. Sorry. Thoughts and prayers for your your
2: coaches. Nah, you, you should like. say thoughts and prayers to Cam Ward.
0: Uh, that's but, where he ended up, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah he ended up whatever. The Congratulations, ca- you what, got a new quarterback.
2: Whatever Cam Ward thinks about his draft status. You're not going to like it after a year in Miami.
0: Did you see the news? Speaking of, and then we'll get to a break. Um, big soccer news. Killian Mbappe is considering. Did you see this? He's always considering something. He's he considering, considering now?
2: offers from Real Madrid. Oh, that's new. It isn't at all.
0: PSG and Everton. So there's you three. Mean he, the Everton, three. you
2: made that up. Shut up. No, Everton. He just threw in Everton. Everton's never signing a player of his quality. Golf Coast Chevy Buick GMC is here for you. Remember when you guys had a Ray, Wayne Rooney? No, you weren't even a fan when they had one. I Rooney. wasn't even a fan. No. I remember when we got him back and I was like, <laughs> this guy stinks. Well, he's old. What's a big deal about this
0: guy? He <laughs> you mean
2: one of the greatest Premier League goal scorers of all time? You got him back when he was old? Yeah.
0: The only Wayne Rooney I know is like, oh, terrible ginger. Big deal. <laughs>
2: Big deal, anyway. Big <laughs> deal anyway, deal <laughs> anyway. Wayne Rooney,
0: fantastic. Um, I will say this though, Gulf Coast Chevrolet is not wash. Gulf Coast Chevy, Buick, GMC. I'm going to focus on the Chevrolet, the Chevy Traverse. That's what I drive. That's what my wife drives. The Chevy Silverado. I had that pickup truck when my wife had uh, work being done on her, on her car. We switched. She drove mine. I drove the truck, and I was like, wow, the Chevy Silverado is great. I had no idea. You truck guys, I get it now. I get it with you truck guys. It's the power. It's the smoothness they handle with. You've got great carriage space. You've got, you know, a plenty of interior space. Really cool features. But the Chevy Traverse, I'm not backing off my Traverse because I love the Traverse. As somebody who's driven a lot of SUVs over the years, that's one of the favorite SUVs I've ever driven. And it's at a, at a very reasonable price with the, uh, you know, with the, the, the crossover SUVs that are a little lower to the ground, or, or I rather, yeah, that are the, the shorter versions. They are, still have great space, and they cost a lot less. You definitely want to check it out. Great safety features, great interior features. Gulf Coast Chevy, Buick G, GMC. Make sure that you go to the website to start the car buying process at Uh Chevy, we are professional grade.
1: ESPN 97.5 and 92.5, the spirit of radio. The recipe is simple. Take one part, John, because you know what you're going to get. And add like 50 parts, Lance, because you never know what you're going to get. Spike the spice with some Del Olaleya, and damn, it tastes like the Veritex Community Bank Studios.
0: Um, Are we calling for Cabo Cup? We're going to do days? that in
1: the next
2: hour. We're gonna get a. We're gonna try to get a Cobble Cup update from John in the next hour. We tried yesterday, but he texted us back and said he was going through TSA. And then he said something about if you want content, call me now. I was like just because of that insult, we're not gonna call you. We don't need you, John. We just well, but TSA
0: is also even if you're uh, even if you've got the pre check, you still have to go through. Like it can't yeah. be on your phone. Sure,
2: I'm not. I'm not. Would, argu- would
0: John be one of those people that they pulled over for a random check? Probably not. That guy, not. white guy with beard. With Vest, yeah, I, they're gonna not, let the, the ah. He's just here with his, he's just here with his buddies. Just you know, they're not gonna do anything. The TSA wrong.
2: thing wasn't what I took issue with. It's him assuming that we wanted, we just needed him for content. I just wanted to see what was up. We don't need you, John. That's no. why. But we'll call him in in the nine o'clock hour because people have actually asked for a Cabo Cup update. So we'll okay. see, we'll see. And also, I learned that because people are chatting in in YouTube. On our YouTube stream. Yes, we're now on YouTube, ESPN Houston. Just search that on YouTube. You'll see the live video. You might even just see it come up once you type in ESPN Houston. You might not even have to go directly to the channel. So you can watch us live on YouTube now, chat with people. The chat's kind of moving right now. People are in there. We got people watching. So it's not the barren wasteland it was at like seven when Ralph was there by himself looking around like Will Smith um, from that meme. People are there. See, talking they, all, to people. All they're doing is saying... It, generational? Who's generational? That's all
0: it is. Yeah, Gilbert's generational. Well, Ger- Charlie Gilbert. P is generational. Who, now, he was Charlie, was, he was generational. He was generational at Astros Talk, Houston Sports Talk, he was generational. I came up listening to a lot. Yeah, Charlie was generational. Yes. I give it to him.
2: So if you have a generational thought, whether it be whether it be you think Lance is generational or you think Sean Mapes is, whoever it might be, <laughs> go to YouTube, ESPN Houston. You can talk about who do you who you think is generational. But also, we got some callers. Uh, Yeah, let's get Todd in here. Todd's up. What's going on,
0: Todd? How you doing? Hey, guys. Um,
4: I wanted to throw in from a lawyer's perspective. I'm going to tell you the legal definition of what a generational player is. And you stole a little bit of my thunder because Gilbert is a generational caller. But it's basically somebody that transcends their sport their area and there's actually a legal test that helps you to decide what what it is and I I, I refer to it as the wife test now it doesn't work for everybody it might not work for you Lance but uh, like my wife knows who LeBron James is she doesn't know who Joel Embiid is she probably doesn't even know who Nikola Jokic is although he might become one of these but you got your, like, your Joe Montana, your Tom Brady, uh, that everyone in the country, whether they watch the sport or not, knows that player. And you don't usually know that they are a generational player while they're playing, even. Like, even like it's usually, like, late in their career. Like, when Jordan was playing, it probably wasn't until after the Rockets won there too, that people started thinking that. I mean, I was a magic guy, magic and bird. There don't have to be one. It can be two or a few, but it, it's got to transcend the sport. And so, yeah, that, that, that's basically what the legal definition,
0: that's legal definition is. That's the legal definition. I'm trying to say here. Does it come up often in mm-hmm. court where there are certain lawsuits involving the definition of generational athlete? it doesn't come up
4: all the time, but every now and then you got to do a little research on it. You got to pull out your law books or, you know, yeah. you, know you look on West Long or something like that, but Todd, uh, yeah, Plessy it, versus it, Ferguson,
0: it's, it's Brown versus few, the board. Not
2: Todd, do you have to go up against generational lawyers on occasion? Ooh, rusty. is rusty um, Harden generational. I don't know. I'm at Todd's well, the expert. When,
4: when you're actually, <laughs> wait, when maybe, but when you're actually in the sport, at least if you're good at it, I, I, I mean, it's like, yeah. I, I mean, if you're a baseball player, you don't mind going up against Nolan Ryan, but, um, it's yeah. I, I, I may have,
2: but he's like Vernon yeah, Maxwell. He, he goes after everyone. doesn't care who you are. He's like the Vernon Maxwell. Yeah, Todd's
0: not backing off of a lawyer. I yeah. mean, if he's hired to do a job, <laughs> he's doing a job. <laughs> that's yeah. A great one.
2: Exactly.
4: <laughs> yeah. That, yeah, that, that's a great one. You can be, yeah, you can be like
0: the, um, the Pat Beverly or the Vernon Maxwell, yeah. That's, that's true. The Pat Beverly of lawyers. <laughs> Pat doesn't care. Uh, is go that ahead. Tony Busby? Thanks for the call, Todd. Is Tony Busby the Pat Beverly of lawyers? I don't
2: know. No. Mm. I feel like Tony Busby. You
0: know him. Yeah, He rubs feel- some people the wrong way. I feel like Is he-, he the
2: Draymond of lawyers? Yes. Ooh, that, there that, it is. We have to go above. Yeah. We have to go above
0: a, Pat Beverly. He is the Draymond of lawyers. He's
3: a generational Pat Beverly.
2: Yeah, yeah. I think so. I think Tony Busby's a Draymond of lawyers. Yeah.
0: Well, a lawyer just said it. Do they transcend their sport? And I think that's that's where you get consideration. Well, maybe Bird Magic were generation. Maybe I guess you can't have. Maybe you can have more than one uh, generational talents.
2: Look at Todd arguing you off your well, point, just, just like a legal, lawyer would.
0: Well, no, I'm just going off a of legal discourse. You know, I mean, that's if it's in the law books and if there's precedent, then yeah. I mean, I don't know the court case where there's precedent, but okay, that's fine. I can I can see that. It's not Drake May. It's not Caleb Williams. Yeah, can't be until
2: different. it becomes him, and after it becomes him, sure. then it becomes him. But what you're seeing on film tells you that he's more Drew Locke. And Gilbert was generation. Gilbert still. is generational. still generational. Yeah,
0: he's a generational sports talk caller.
2: He is. I mean, I think
0: and collector of free stuff. I don't
2: want to give you guys so much credit, but I don't know how many shows would have seen the genius. Coming from Gilbert and decided to feature him. I'm very well aware
0: it's turned. Well, here's a little tip for you, Dell. It's turned into restraining orders before more than one from people. (laughs) Sure, Um, you know how many calls we get. Just imagine if you're a weather person or a news lady. Yeah, but
2: they don't have the outlet for him to actually talk where he provides content. You can't put Gilbert on the the evening weather report it's not going to go well but other radio shows i am going to say wouldn't have seen what you guys saw Yeah. they would have immediately dismissed them
0: like i'm a talent evaluator like for a lot of a talent
2: scout like for a lot of people who have a radio dying wish i'm not sure that gilbert would have been someone they featured on their show
0: no don't that's bad radio don't put them on that's what
2: yeah exactly bad radio exactly that's great radio this is what i'm saying
0: yeah that's great radio when we come back, uh, we got one more caller, Keith, and then I want to get to. Uh, so I ask you, why Dak is so hated? He's a cowboy. He's the cowboy quarterback. But is it go more? Is it deeper than that? Well,
2: he's hated because cow the cow. Well, we'll talk about it on the other side.
0: Okay, on the other side, we'll get to that because I've got an interesting litmus test for you. It's eight fifty eight here on the bench. You guys can jump in seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six.
1: You're listening to ESPN 97.5. seven five. And so is your wife.
3: When I uh, buy my wife, hang like slave of wizard.